This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News, Alabama, Alabama, our great state, the voice of Alabama values, Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. I'm Russ Jones, filling in for Andrea Tice. The issue of sexually explicit books being available to minors in Alabama libraries has taken center stage in the state's political landscape. In April, 1819 News reported on several mothers expressing concern for the LGBTQ and sexually explicit children's books in the Ataga Prattville Public Library, available for any child to read at will. The result was the formation of two groups opposed to the books, Clean Up Prattville and Clean Up Alabama. This week, Governor Ivey recommended making state aid for local libraries contingent on adopting sensible policies to facilitate greater parental supervision of their children. U.S. Representative Barry Moore of Enterprise announced that at least initially he supports former President Donald Trump as a candidate to fill the open House Speaker position recently vacated by U.S. Representative Kevin McCarthy. During an appearance on the Right Side radio program, Moore told host Phil Williams that Trump would be his first choice, followed by U.S. Representative Jim Jordan on future ballots. What was previously Calhoun County's Pelham Range Army Reserve Training Center is now called the Clark Range Complex after military officials renamed the facility last week. The new name honors Mary Elizabeth Betty Clark, the former Women's Army Corps Center and School Commander in Fort McClellan now a decommissioned U.S. Army post, divided among several entities. According to a recently published report from Nish.com, three Alabama universities are among the most conservative colleges in the U.S. Sanford coming in at 16, University of Alabama at 20th, and Auburn right behind it at 21st. According to the report, the country's most conservative colleges are Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, and Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina. The top nine most conservative colleges were all private schools, many religiously affiliated. The Alabama Digital Expansion Authority members were given an update this week on the state's broadband expansion efforts. Some want to implement safeguards to ensure Alabama's more rural communities aren't left behind. One tool that could be used to provide more coverage in rural areas with an adequate share of bandwidth expansion money is offering IPS incentives. A three-judge panel was preparing to approve new congressional districts for Alabama after ruling that the state lawmakers flouted their finding the state should have a second district where black voters are most of the electorate or close to it. The Alabama Attorney General's Office is objecting to all three proposals. The plaintiffs who won the case before the U.S. Supreme Court said two proposals are acceptable. U.S. Representative Gary Palmer of Hoover recently defended his vote not to vacate the Speaker of the House of Representatives' position. Earlier in the week, Congress voted to vacate the seat of the Speaker of the House, occupied at the time by Kevin McCarthy of California. The unprecedented vote of 216 to 210 drew unanimous support from House Democrats, with only eight Republicans joining to vote in favor. Palmer sided with every other Republican in the Alabama delegation by voting in favor of retaining McCarthy. U.S. Representative Terry Sewell, the Democrat from Birmingham, joined House Democrats in voting to oust the Speaker. On Talk 99.5, Senator Tommy Tuberville gave his reaction we got to get a lot of things done in the next three months before the first of the year. And 
we just keep kicking the can down the road. Uh, the House uh, and Kevin McCartney, McCann, he, he wanted the speakership so bad he should have stepped down last year after about the second or third vote. He couldn't he couldn't get enough votes to be speaker, but he just gave in so many uh, uh, things that uh, he had to prove to keep his speakership. One was the vacating vote. One person could basically say, hey, yeah. we want you out and bring a vote to the floor. You can't. It'd be like being a football coach and you sign a contract and say, okay, if you lose one game, you know, we can run you off. Uh, you can't do that. you got to give somebody a chance. But he took that contract, and we all knew it was coming sooner or later. And so he's gone now. We've got to get somebody else. And they will get somebody. It's, it's, it's not that big a deal uh, in the fact that who it is. It's just got to be somebody that's got some kind of leadership skills to get everybody on the same page because right now, as Republicans, we're not on the same page in the House or the Senate, to be honest with you. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. Now in national news, on Tony Perkins' national radio program, Washington Watch, Ted Cruz, U.S. Senator from Texas, commented on the ongoing southern border crisis under the Biden administration. Some Democrats criticized President Biden's policies, calling them untenable. Oh, look, absolutely. It has brought home the consequences of of this unprecedented action. Look, look, however bad you think our border crisis is, unless you've seen it firsthand, I promise you it is worse than you think it is. When you go down to the border, it is a constant wave. It is a constant invasion. We're now north of 7.6 million people who have come illegally into this country since Joe Biden became president. And, and, you know, you talked about Democratic mayors and Democratic governors. Take a look at, at, at someone like Eric Adams, the, the, the mayor of New York City, who, who faced with 110,000 illegal immigrants. He has said that illegal immigration is a crisis and that it is destroying New York City. Well, if 110,000 is destroying New York City, what does he think 7.6 million are doing to the state of Texas and the other states on our southern border. This is indefensible. And I got to tell you, the people who are suffering, the, 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 the thousands upon thousands of people who are dying, the crimes that are being committed, the children that are being brutalized, the women who are being sexually assaulted, the Americans who are dying of drug overdoses, it, it is a travesty at a level never seen on our border until Joe Biden and these radical Democrats came into office. Deborah Bell, a Brownsville, Texas resident, says on the border crisis, it's totally out of control. I said, it's it's crazy down here. I mean, we're back to numbers that we were seeing in May. It is catastrophic. It is unreal. And it's a travesty. It's a humanitarian crisis at its best. And we have folks that we are supposed to call leaders. They don't even deserve that title anymore. Meanwhile, Republican U.S. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio, a top contender for House Speaker, told Fox News that he opposes putting a new Ukraine aid package on the floor until we know what the end goal is. I've been clear all along. Why should we be sending American tax dollars to Ukraine when we don't even know what the goal is? No one can tell me what the objective is. Is it, is it some kind of negotiated peace? Is it driving them out of the eastern Ukraine? Is it driving them out of Crimea, which they've had for 10 years now, but they took during the Obama administration? What is the objective? And so until you can tell me the goal, I don't think we should continue to send money there, particularly when we have the problems we have on our border. So that's fundamental. Uh, I just think that's front and center. And then second, how is the money that's already been sent, how has it been spent? What kind of waste is going? Those are two fundamental questions 
that I think the American taxpayers want to know the answers to before they send any more of their hard-earned money there, particularly you're sending money there to protect Ukraine's border when we got the situation we have on our border. So those are the fundamental questions that we should get answered before we even think about sending more money. Some Republicans are eyeing a compromise with Democrats that ties Ukraine aid to border security measures. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you enjoy The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your podcasting app, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever app you're using, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out of The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend. That's right, you can be a good friend and send a link, or dropping a five-star rating. We surely appreciate it. I'm Russ Jones. Thanks for joining us. Until the next time, be well. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 